Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Steve here. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about using vibrato in your playing, the, the importance of vibrato. Now, vibrato, vibrato, excuse me, is, is taking a string and adding kind of a waveform to it. So instead of just playing, for instance, the fifth fret of the third string here, I'm going to be an A minor pentatonic for our example in this uh, lesson too. Okay? Instead of just playing that note and having it be what I call static, just non-moving, what I want to do is I want to add a little bit of a wave to this. And the way I'm doing that is I'm grabbing on with my thumb over the top, and then what I'm doing is taking this part of my finger right here, putting it against the bottom of the guitar, and then grabbing the string I want, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull like this against the bottom of my finger. Okay, now it's not going to be that much, but that's what's happening. So I'm not doing it like this. I'm not just pulling with my fingers like this. There are many times you might be in a position like this where you're playing faster and your, your thumb is down and your fingers are spread out more doing something different. I do that too. Okay, but when it comes to doing a proper vibrato, I would ultimately like to be able to grab on with my thumb over the top, grabbing on in the bottom. And then what I do is I pull against the bottom of that. I'm rocking my forearm back and forth like this. And that way I can control two things, how fast it is and how wide it is. And I can decide what it is I'm interested in at that point in time. I can have different vibratos for different reasons. Or a bigger vibrato faster vibrato or whatever it is that I might be looking for. Now, if I'm down in this position at that moment, you certainly can still do the vibrato, okay? I just find that I have a little less control, but there are times that I don't have a choice. If I'm down in this position and I want a vibrato, again, it's still moving from this idea. I'm not doing this with my fingers, just pulling the string. I'm still moving the wrist a little bit to try and get that vibrato. Okay, so that's the idea of a vibrato. And then what you're going to do is you can use a vibrato on any finger on any fret, depending on what key you're in, of course. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. And so a really great thing to practice is just choosing a string. Let's say you choose, again, the fifth fret of the third string, and you practice vibrato with your uh, first finger. 
-hmm. you can practice different speeds, different uh, uh, sizes. Okay, and then what you can do is you can move down to the middle finger on that same fret, the fifth fret, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put my middle, or first finger, excuse me, on that string as well, and I'm gonna use both those fingers for, for strength. Now you wouldn't have to, okay? It's just something good to get used to. And then if I wanted to go to my third finger, I'd put all fingers on there. And again, you wouldn't have to. Okay. Whatever works for you, and then pinky. Now you're gonna notice by the time I get to the pinky, my thumb isn't really over the top anymore because my hand is too small. So I, I don't have any choice. If I was gonna do a vibrato with the pinky, more than likely my, my thumb is gonna be behind the guitar. So a pinky vibrato, again, is a sort of last resort for me. It's not one of my go-tos. I'd much rather use one of my other three fingers to do my vibrato, okay? Now, the other thing that you can learn to do is you can do a vibrato on a bend. And the bend was the last thing we talked about there. So bending, I find the pitch that I want, right? And what I'm gonna do to do the vibrato this time is I'm going to bring my wrist down just a little bit, okay? And again, there's no particular amount of, of distance. It depends on what you want it to sound like. But the trick is, is whatever it is I choose, when I go back, I want to hit that, that top point of that bend again so it's in tune. And then when I release it, I want to release it back to the, basically the same spot that I released it the first time. So I'm creating a uniform wave like this. If my wave is erratic, it's going to sound that way when I do my bending or my vibrato, and we probably don't want that, right? At least most of the time. So I want to be in control of both sides of that. When I push up to get back to the pitch I want, and when I release it to create the vibrato. Now you can make them really wide, kind of like Ace Freely from Kiss, right? Or you can keep them kind of small. Just whatever it is that you like. Now the last thing I want to uh, uh, just touch on real quick is that when you're doing vibrato, oftentimes people will say, well, can't you do vibrato toward the ceiling? Again, Whatever works for you is the most important thing. If you find that it's easier for, do, to, for you to do your vibrato toward the ceiling, that's perfectly fine. That's never worked for me, so I always do them toward the floor, okay? It's just easier for me to do. But if it works better to push it toward the ceiling, give it a try, see what you think. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, but it, it, it breaks up. If you have problems with it, you're kind of going up and going down your scales. The nice thing about this, is again, it adds that human real factor. It doesn't just sound like you're playing a scale. So if you're doing, let's say you did a band in a vibrato. And you throw something like that in there, it sounds really cool as opposed to just, just coming down the scale or something like that. So sliding is really important. And the next two are hammer-ons and pull-offs. Now hammer-ons and pull-offs, hammer-ons are done by playing a, a note lower on the fretboard and then using a finger to literally kind of hammer on or smack down a finger to get the pitch that you want. Now there's two real, really in my mind, two reasons you would do this. Number one, it changes the sound of it. It's a bit more smooth than picking everything. You get a bit smoother sound. And the second thing that's really nice about it is you can actually play phrases faster 
Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.